0: <laughs> How has it been an entire week and nobody has heard our voices in their ears talking about this show? We are back. We are rejuvenated. We are energized. We are starting the month of July. As two excited, rededicated people to talking about Love Island UK Season 8 with your favorite hosts, Anika and Val, and Val and Anika. Val, welcome back, girl. It is so nice to see you again.
1: Oh my god, it's so good to be back. I feel like uh, a week is so much time in the Love Island Villa in terms of what can happen. I mean, we've missed truly so much. We, in this past week, have had a dumping, have had a recoupling, have had a reunion, have had a love, a and India date, have had a hideaway journey, have had misogyny run wild in the villa. It's like, oh my I don't even know how we're going to cover everything in this episode, but trust and believe that we will, and we are going to.
0: Absolutely. I am so excited to get the ball rolling with not only our new couples, but our most exciting season mini season within the seasons of love island
1: casa ( yapıyorsun) (laughs) more can you believe we made it to casa more already i feel like we just started this journey of the podcast and boom all of a sudden here we are casa more is upon us and you know usually some of the past seasons the season has dragged and we've been like dying for Casa More to kind of kick the season into gear but this year it's almost like it snuck up on us I feel like they've dropped it at a perfect time yeah and the cast has held their themselves down in terms of drama they have done their part to make sure we are not bored and now that Casa More is here I'm just ready to like see everybody Run mad.
0: You know, I, well, there's two things here. Mm. Not only can I believe that we are in the midst of Casa More starting this month already, but I'm going to plug us for a sec. I cannot believe even more, you guys, Val and I were on the top 10 charts on Apple Podcasts for the genre after shows not only in ireland but in belgium as well we were top 150 in the uk we were top 150 in the us you guys the support we've received the fact that people like hearing us talk about this stuff insane and we're gonna keep giving it to you because that's what we're gonna do and we love giving out our unsolicited opinion it's just the best But with that all in mind, I don't even know how we're going to begin to recap everything. I mean, do we want to go backwards, forwards? We want to go forwards, backwards. There's so much (laughs) of something going on.
1: Well, since we've missed a whole week, we don't want to bog it down with, like, letting you guys know what happened day to day to day to day. Okay? There was a lot of little things that happened here in our villa with our cast That, you know, we could go over But this episode would be two hours long (laughs) So, why don't we Just take it from the top And start off with a couple Who do you want to start off with?
0: I Just because I Witnessed something Mm. I caught something that I thought was so cute I'm gonna start with this couple Because when Luca was getting ready (laughs) Not only did he iron His clothes, he ironed Gemma's as well (laughs) I, we need to start with this couple.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually think that they're so cute. Like, <laughs> Can
0: someone say "domestic daddy." Can someone say that, please? I love it. Here mm-hmm. for it. So cute, <laughs> and it was, it was just such a sweet thing. I I'm super into acts of service mm-hmm. personally, and so I really res- that really resonated with me. That was such a heart clencher heart warmer that made me so gushy like oh my god he's ironing her little tiny <laughs> tiny crop top for her that doesn't even
1: need ironing it doesn't even need ironing not at all I it think it's can. like one of those thick materials that just like never even wrinkles and he was still like I but know but was so cute <laughs> um yeah I love them as a couple again I've said this before but I just see myself so much in the way that Gemma like hates the mushy gushy and Yet she's with somebody who is just absolutely mushy-gushy. It's like the comedian, like the jokester of the group. But when he's with his girl, no jokes to be had because he's just like puppy dog-eyed for her. And, you know, I think this week we saw a big turnaround with Gemma in terms of reciprocating that you know might be premature to say love but affection um we saw her give a really sweet speech at the recoupling we saw her tell the girls how um you know she like felt cringe saying that speech and cringe going into the hideaway and then opening up and telling them how happy she was to have alone time with her him um but it just proves my theory that this is the kind of girl she was all along somebody who's just gonna keep her cards closer to her her chest because she doesn't want to come off as weak or cringe in front of everybody even if like you know you can be a little cringy gemma you're in love you know
0: i definitely agree i you know as someone who is mushy gushy, I can't imagine why you'd want to not be mushy gushy back. But, like, I have boundaries and stuff. But it was really nice to see her come out of her shell. I will say, though, I know Luca is kind of, like, the funny guy, I guess, in the house. But when he came out during that heart rate challenge and he had that whip in the little ringmaster costume, girl. Oh!
1: <laughs> I told you. you. I told you that man holds a lot of pretty privileged power over me, okay? Like he is, I you know, I don't have to say anything, but he's fine. No, but
0: <laughs> I was I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, same thing with Gemma, with her coming out with that riding crop. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, wow! I was here yeah. for it. The fact that she was licking Jay, I think she licked Jax. <laughs> She she was licking people left and right. I was so... There was was a lot of licking
1: in that challenge. So much licking.
0: There was. And you know what? As someone who is slightly a germaphobe, I did not like it. But (laughs) I can, you know, like, all right, I can appreciate it. I see what they were doing, and I'm glad they had fun. But I don't think, I don't think Luca's head is going to turn during this span of Casa Amor. I am pretty sure Gemma's is not going to turn either. Yeah. And I anticipate them to have a really nice reunion in a couple of days or however long Casa Amor is going to be this season. It'll be fun to see how they progress because I think Gemma's opening up a lot more now too. And that's really nice to see her actual personality and how that's going to unfold further. And I'm really excited for
1: a hundred percent. Let's briefly talk on some of the drama they had in the house this week. Yeah. They had quite Weird. a bit, but it wasn't really because of them. So we had a three way spat between Gemma, Luca and Ekinsu, which I feel like resolved itself a little bit and allowed for Sue to kind of reflect on her Uh dramatic ways and now it feels like everyone has a lot more warmth towards Sue. but basically long story short Dami was playing a game with everybody and trying to read their minds and he kind of quote read Gemma's mind unquote by saying that Luca definitely likes her more and she's definitely not not into that because she likes to be the one that's in control And that she basically wouldn't have have her head turned. But if somebody walked in that was like 100% her type, 100% for her, that she wouldn't say no to the opportunity. And Gemma didn't really say much, but she was like, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, And Ekansu got up and immediately went to go tell Paige. And then (laughs) Jax, because he's vindictive, immediately went to go tell tell Luca and then it came back around and there was drama amongst the villa and then they talked about it and it seems like they kind of swept it under the rug what do you think
0: it was completely and utterly blown out of proportion and just out of what it actually was which I thought was so stupid the fact that they were clearly not to say this word, but also in relation to Gemma, but like the fact that they were horsing around like that. And <laughs> <laughs> she, it was just a light fun. And Dami specifically said, because he knows, I think every Islander knows how sensitive Luca is when it comes yes. to him and Gemma. The fact that he said, this is going to stay between us and nothing else is happening. And she got up and left. I think the delivery and the interpretation of it was thrown off for some reason because we know how Gemma speaks and we know that her tone sometimes can come off a different way than she intends for it to be and I think that's what it ended up happening was I can see was like oh shoot she's definitely keeping her options open I was thinking mm-hmm. of eggs open but that's not right eggs in a basket.
1: <laughs> she was keeping the eggs open <laughs> it's Easter she's keeping her eggs open yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so her options open and because of that, I think that's why she went off and decided to, I guess, bounce the idea off of someone. I don't know why she would choose Paige and Jax to bounce that idea off of, especially knowing that the dynamic between Jax and Luca as well. But again, way blown out of proportion, but also when you've kind of, you know, stepped out and talked about somebody behind their back and you're called out for it, I think Ekansu could have been a little better in taking accountability for her misunderstanding of the whole Mm -hmm. situation and then, you know, passing, you know, what's that game, Telephone? Yes. It's a, I'm not sure if our international viewers know about the game, but the game Telephone is when one person is at the end of a group of people and they whisper something to the person next to them and you try to keep the message the same as you go from each person to person. And the Mm -hmm. last person in the row is supposed to say the message and you see whether or not the message got changed. And I think that's what essentially had happened. She kept telling all these people and everybody had their own interpretations of it aside from the people that were actually there with them. So I... I think it was just blown out of proportion. It was entertaining to watch, but then I think Gemma st- trying to stand up for herself and being very, you know, putting her foot down was impressive to say at the uh, to see at the least. And I really liked the way that she held held her own. Do I think her delivery could have been easier? Yes, but also I can understand her frustration in the situation because, again, everybody knows how sensitive Luca is towards anything related to him and Gemma, and it's really sad that, you know, instead of him seeing, like, oh, she's keeping me out of it because she knows I'm gonna get hurt, Luca took it to the fact to mean that, oh, she's keeping me out of it because she doesn't want me involved because, like, she's being you know, some type of way. But if you actually care about somebody, you'd want to do the damage control on your own first before, you know, telling them everything that's happening. So again, blown out of proportion. I'm glad they've kind of gotten over it. But this whole new spiel that then started was like, oh, I like her better than she likes me. Like, you've known her for about three weeks and you're talking about how you're obsessed with her. Like, I'm pretty sure everybody would be on the same level as Gemma where, you know what? No, you need to wait to see how things progress. And then you kind of come to that conclusion. But his request for reassurance was so strange. Like she can't, she was right. She was like, if you feel this way so soon, if you want me to be completely devoted to you, then you should ask me to be your girlfriend. And I was like, she's right. So Mm. I don't know. I don't know about like how things could have gone better. I think they happened the way that they needed to and everybody's way of dealing with that kind of became exposed. But one thing I did like was how India was kind of backing Gemma and she was making sure that all the facts were there correctly in the right yes. way, especially when Paige was trying to interpret her understanding of the situation, even though she wasn't there. So this this whole mini soap opera of a drama exposed the actual people who have good intentions and can actually defend people who are right versus people who are just kind of stirring the pot for fun. And I don't think Ekansu stirred the pot. I think she just genuinely like something needed to come up in conversation. And that's just something that she just happened to talk about. So.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, what more is there to say? It's true. When you play telephone, it's going to get messy. And I'm just happy that the Islanders that were there were ready to shut it down and be like, that's not what happens. And Dami included. He was like, Gemma, I got your back. Like, don't worry about it. I'll make sure that Luca doesn't take it the wrong way. And, yeah, speaking of Dami, I think we should get into Dami in India. Yes. Um, You know, we love them. We love them. Everybody knows that we're a little bit biased towards Dami and India. But like I've said before, I just don't think I've seen a connection on the show as strong and as real as theirs since like season three, Camilla and Jamie. And that's a big deal to say because they are married with two kids now. So, (laughs) but... We didn't see too much of them in drama this week. I mean, I would say their most dramatic moment this week was the heart rate challenge. Um, Even then, (laughs) it wasn't that big of a deal. But, you know, in classic heart monitor challenge, they danced for each other. And I think the producers fudged it a little bit to cause some drama between india and dami because we have a lot of people online complaining that we don't see enough of them um and that we need more screen time whatever but the truth is you're not gonna get screen time if you don't have drama and they just really don't have drama <laughs> like they're just so smooth sailing like when neither of their heart hearts erased for each other the most they both try to have a conversation about it and india was like annoyed but they were both very playful about it she's like um your heart should erase from my, me and he was like you're definitely very sex- sexy and she was like i don't disagree <laughs> and i was like okay yes yeah self-confidence hello she knows she's sexy but After that, the conversation was just kind of like, okay, it's over. We're done with it. It's no big deal. And another moment that we got to see of them this week was their date where they were just so loved up and they both said that it was the best date they ever had. And you can tell it seems like one of the Love Island finale dates. That's how just they're, that's just how in love they seem thoughts
0: their connection is the strongest and I'm saying that with conviction it is the strongest in the villa this season so Mm -hmm. far and I think it's going to keep getting stronger and stronger uh when it comes to Casa Amor I don't think either of their heads are going to turn but with the past week's events yes the date was adorable They were glowing when they came back into the villa after.
1: Literally, they looked like they had facials.
0: (laughs) It was so wonderful to see that play out for them. And the fact that they continue to evolve and face these, I don't want to say challenges, but they continue to have these tough conversations and they end up coming out of it much stronger. I will say that you can see I, I don't know about the fudging up of their results because India was actually shook when Andrew lifted her into the air in one That's swoop. True. And like like that that was the moment where I had an inkling that oh no no no, I don't think Dommy's gonna get her. I think Andrew might. And yeah, that fact that she you know. Even after they put a little snippet of her saying, like, oh, he grabbed me, like, whoop, shows. Like, okay, yeah, she definitely (laughs) loved that. So her Mm. heart's gonna get racing for that. And they have two cut shots of Dami while Paige was dancing. You're right. His mouth was like a gape. Like, this man was (laughs) drooling during Paige's performance. So, again, I'm not surprised, but with that in mind, their attempt and their conflict resolution skills were very funny to me. And that's how it should be where, you know, there was another couple that had a big falling out the rest of the night about the results and it bled into the next day. And I think that's kind of what you have to, focus on when you're facing something on a reality TV show, I guess, where this is definitely a game. Like it's not supposed to be taken to heart. And it was really nice to see Dami and India navigate that in a way where it is a little more relatable. And it was really fun to see them kind of banter in a way where they both ended up getting over it. And they did the next day they were fine. And I'm pretty sure Dami made her breakfast. So that yeah, he made her too.
1: pancakes.
0: Yeah, so, you know, that's just the best way to resolve things. And I, again, that's the second couple that I don't think they're going to deviate from each other during the, the tenure of Casa More. But the, the next couple on my list, though, if we're done with this one,
1: mm, is our mm-hmm. reunion
0: couple, which I know you're dying to get into. Wait, pause. You don't agree that they're next.
1: I don't think they should be next only because we gotta get through the boring couples we gotta keep it spicy we got some couples that have caused me headache heartache and heart soaring and then we have some couples that we gotta just snooze through okay you know really okay all right well you're telling me you're telling me you got a lot to say about antigone and charlie
0: well they got dumped (laughs) they're not even on my radar
1: Yeah, but we haven't had a chance to talk about maybe their journeys on the show. And, like, let's be honest. Charlie had no journey on
0: this show. I think Uh, his sister follows us on Instagram.
1: Sorry, girl. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But, you know, it's not Charlie's fault. Okay, let's start from day one with Charlie. Okay. I think if Charlie had played it right then he would have potentially had some more screen time on the show. Okay. By the time he was dumped, it seemed like the boys had only just started to warm to him. And he had been there for a week, which I find odd for the boys because the boys don't take long to embrace another guy. Mm -hmm. So for that to be the case, I'm like, okay, maybe he wouldn't have had that easy of a journey. But I think... If he had picked Tasha at the initial recoupling, we wouldn't, we maybe wouldn't have seen him get dumped today because we would have seen some drama from him.
0: I don't know why he didn't pick Tasha. That was such a weird thing that he chose Ek and Sue.
1: Yeah, especially because they had a nice date. But even Ek and Sue was shocked. She was like, I mean, we had a good date. I, I laughed a lot. But I thought he was gonna pick Tasha. So I really don't know why he didn't do that. It seems like he just didn't want to step on toes. Maybe he didn't want to be involved in the drama, but he really shot himself in the foot with that one. I don't know.
0: In the in the unseen bits, you see Andrew like pinning Charlie against the wall, being like, If you pick Tasha, I swear.
1: Really? Wait, I didn't watch Unseen no, no. Bits this week. It's a joke.
0: It's oh. a joke. Oh.
1: I was like, that's crazy. Okay, 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 good. Mm, someone needs to save Andrew from his own decisions, but that's we'll get to that. So we move on from Charlie, who got no screen time due to his the consequence of his actions, to Antigone. Who, huh, how do I put this? I feel like Antigone did go in there to stir the pot a little bit, as respectfully as she could, because she's just like, a nice girl um but it just didn't pay off for her it seems like right when she came in and she had those really good dates with jay or that really good date with jay that we would have seen them have more of a connection and like continue to get to know each other and instead he was like actually i'm gonna go for Paige." like all three of these bombshells just tanked in terms of their game plans. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jay tanked in terms of getting screen time, fell off once Ekansu wasn't in his storyline anymore. Charlie didn't pick Tasha in the recoupling. And then we have Antigone who tried to go for Jay, and Jay was like, I'm going for Paige. And then for the whole week, we just saw her paired up with Davida in like kind of a friendship couple, and her trying to convince herself, like, yeah, we have like a good connection. And then outside of that, she was just, like, a counselor to the girls. And I'm like, girl, what are you doing? What are you doing?
0: I agree with you. hmm I find it funny mm-hmm. that Jay went for Paige because he right. knew she was one of the most liked
1: yes. and ended
0: up failing terribly. Yes. Not knowing that him actually pursuing a connection with Antigone could have resulted in the outcome of him not being in the bottom three. Uh Uh-huh. I really liked Antigone. I think she's my, one of my favorites. We already know India doesn't count because she's like the top, top for me. It's very close. Second for me is Antigone. And that spot, unfortunately my, my second favorite spot is now up for grabs because I don't have a second favorite Islander yet. Mm -hmm. But it was very weird to me that with somebody with such a great personality and somebody who's, you know, taking it day by day to ensure that she's ending up with the right decision. The reason why she couldn't end up with Davide is because he and Ekansu got back together. Mm -hmm. But there was so much more potential for her to succeed in her relationships with other men, they tried to compare her with Danica and the fact that she was, you know, not afraid of stepping on toes. I don't think Antigone was afraid of stepping on toes. I think she was actually looking for a connection and making sure that she ended up making the right decision when she was pursuing a boy that she actually wanted to pursue.
1: Right, but I just feel like her connection with Davide, I think she overplayed it for sure. I think that her and Davide had... You know, nice, small talk.
0: I mean, she was licking him like a lollipop during the heart rate challenge. She was definitely into him, and it was She was into
1: him, but she wasn't (laughs) trying that hard. Or maybe she was trying in Davida. We know that when Davida doesn't like somebody, he just really doesn't put in effort. Like, he didn't really put in effort with Danica, And then he switched up and picked Antigone, and he didn't put in effort with Antigone. And, you know, maybe we didn't see... Antigone putting in a lot of effort with him but for everyone in the house and this leads us to like another like little dramatic situation we had in the villa this week for everybody in the house to be like Ekinsu and Davide, there's something there there's something there have you guys talked about it are you guys gonna get back together like Davide, would you give Ekinsu a shot Ekinsu, would you give Davida a shot it felt like everybody in the house knew and so when I can sue pick Davide and Antigone was annoyed at her and was like, you could have let me know you were going to pick Davide. It's like everybody knew that they had an undeniable chemistry.
0: Yeah. Which they did.
1: Which they clearly did. Yeah. You're going to be annoyed at her for picking Davide. And, you know, Antigone is not like my main culprit in that night's drama because Mm -hmm. she really cleaned up her act and kind of like, reflected and was like you know what I came off hot apologized to Danica for being mad at her apologized to or like heard i out for why she picked davide but just her initial annoyance was a little odd to me because it's like okay clearly we have a little bit of a delusion problem if you think that what you had with davide was even remotely a spark It was like the stove wasn't even turning
0: on. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. And sometimes people just get a little delusional, you know, when they want something to be their way so badly that sometimes they just can't see or they become in denial. And that's definitely probably what ended up rolling out. I still don't think she deserved to go home. I think the boys made a mistake on that one. But I have nothing further to say. I'm sure in Antig- take. You know she used to date Jack Fowler? No. Yeah,
1: she's his ex. Oh my god. And not that well, weird? damn. I'm trying to think. Oh my god, he dated? Okay, Jack Fowler ended up with like a surfer girl named Lauren. Mm-hmm. Like at, at the end of season four. And then... I do vaguely remember him dating like another blonde. I guess maybe it was Antigone. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. That's a hot couple. I mean, she's already, yeah, I know it is. And she's already, you know, up there with regard to her. You know what? Her music is pretty good too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I listened to one of her songs and I was like, okay. (laughs) So she she definitely does not need Love Island. She's got a lot going for her. And when she, when the time is right for her, she's definitely going to find the man for her. It's just that. I think the boys are just so not Mm -hmm. on the same level as her yet, and Mm -hmm. unfortunately, I don't think the men in Casa Amor would have been on her level either, and I think that she deserves a lot better, and she's definitely going to find that on the outside. So Yeah. And I can say the same thing for Charlie as well. I really think that he didn't come out of his shell as strongly as he maybe should have in order to stay in the villa, but again... He seemed like he had a great personality, and it sucks that it was so short-lived in the villa this season, but I'm sure there's a wonderful person outside waiting for him as well, so. 100%. What
1: do I say? Posh boys, they never last. They really don't. You were so right
0: about that. So mm. I don't know what's going to... I mean, at least we don't have a posh boy in the casa more this year.
1: Yeah, thank God. Yeah, no, I think they they just never come out of their shell. I don't know if it's like... just. A difference of like you know intercultural culture, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. Moving on to Danica and Jay, who are mm-hmm. still in a couple. Um, Danica, I love her. I think she's so funny. She also definitely has a delusion
0: problem. <laughs> I love Danika. She can our challenge. She's gorgeous. She's so okay. funny. Yes. Oh best heart one heart rate challenge
1: absolutely fucking killed it Are my mouth was
0: open my mouth was open the entire time i would have
1: not followed i would have if i thankfully none of the girls had to watch Danica because if i was on a balcony and i watched Danica, i was like never mind I'm not, I'm sorry. You're going to have to kick me out of this house. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm not embarrassing myself. Like, she won. It's fine. Um, but she killed that heart rate challenge. And, um, God, she has quite a bit of drama in this house, despite being rejected over and over and over and over and over again, wrongfully, in my opinion. She has been in the middle of quite some drama. So, oh boy, where do we start? Obviously, at the start of this week, we see her coupled up with Jax after the boys pick. And that kind of leads her nowhere. She's kind of mulling around the villa. And I would say her drama started back up again. When she was like, okay, fuck it. I'm gonna try and talk to one of the boys in this house. And then she goes for Andrew. (laughs) And listen. like, Like, I applaud her and her bravery to go and talk to the boy that she most genuinely was interested in. Hands down. Um, I don't know how she expected that to go, though. (laughs) like Andrew is obviously head over heels for Tasha. And has it, I think of all the people in the house, Andrew has talked to the least people. Andrew has not talked to one other girl outside of Tasha. He has only had eyes for her since day one now Tasha that's a different story Mm -hmm. but Andrew you're gonna try with Andrew and he very nicely is like I appreciate it you know whatever but like I'm fully going for Tasha she's like okay cool and while they're having that conversation we have a little bit of a moment between Tasha and Paige where Paige is like Oh no, sorry, where Tasha approaches Paige and is like, oh my god, do you see that? And Paige is like, oh my god, yeah. And Tasha's like, she didn't even ask me. And Paige is like, oh, do you wanna go over there and like interrupt it? And so we're gonna put in that, a pin in that and we'll come back to it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and mind you, this comes off of the heels of Tanika, like having the least warm welcome of any of the female bombshells. So we're going to put in Pin and that and come back to it. So then Danika is like, okay, what do we do? We have a recoupling. And obviously I think this season is one of the most strategic in a long time in terms of like, we're blatantly seeing people play games in the house. Right. And so once the recoupling is announced, we see Danika go and talk to Jay. And she's like, what do you think? And he very blatantly (laughs) is like, we have a very large age gap and I just am more interested in getting to know Antigone. Danica's like, okay, I respect that. Um, I feel like you're shutting the door kind of quickly, but I respect it, whatever. Come the recoupling, Ekansu picks Davide. Obviously, Antigone is upset because Davide was her first choice. Mm -hmm. But Jay was her second choice. And then Danica goes and picks Jay. And now Antigone is pissed because her first and her second options are taken. So we see Antigone pick Charlie, call out people for being fake in the villa, and then walk off. And then we see, sorry, this is a long-winded explanation, but it is imperative that we explain it. Then we see Paige follow her, go have a chat to go have a chat with her and let her rant. And we see Antigone, Paige, Tasha, and Gemma form a group. Antigone is starting off with her rant, complaining about the situation and about Danica picking Jay. And Danica and India go over to kind of like see what's going on. And Paige turns around and says, Hey, girlies! Can you give us a moment? We just want to talk, okay? Yeah, something like that. But like, mind you, the tone was very fake, yeah. and we see Gemma have a look of like, "What the fuck?" and Tasha too. I think Tasha group was grouped in in this mean girl clicky vibe, but Tasha also had a look on her face. that was like, "Oh, okay." But given what Tasha and Paige had just like talked about with Danica before, it comes across as clicky and mean. And Danica and India go to talk, and India is like reaffirming her and being like, or reassuring her and being like, "You're fine. You did you, whatever. Even if it was delusional, you did you. You're here for you in this house." And eventually, Antigone and Danica go to have a conversation. Danica or Antigone. Goes up to Danica, much more level headed, ready to admit her own faults in the situation and be like, I'm good with you. I really like you. Like, let's move on. But still, I'm feeling a lot of animosity from Paige towards Danica. What are you thinking?
0: I was really surprised that this kind of behavior was coming. From Paige, mainly because I feel like it's always been there and we or haven't seen it in a way okay. that it's rolled out because we have never, or I guess I haven't caught or seen any sort of conversation or dynamic between Paige and Danica and she's. Mm. Running, she's like running and hugging people who are crying. She's like running and hugging, and you know, brushing her fingers through the hairs of you know girls that are upset or whatever. But she's never done that, and she's never had that closest closeness with Danica. Mm-hmm. So while that's something that I hadn't thought of off the top of my head, that exact moment is when I went back and was like, "Wait, I have never seen her with her." Like yeah, with and something
1: something else I forgot to mention was. At the end of this week's recoupling with the public dumping, um, we obviously saw the boys save Danica. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Tasha or that Paige wouldn't have wanted Tasha to go home. Right. And when they announced that Antigone was being dumped, Paige had like the most faces. <laughs>
0: Yes, she did. Like
1: it was just written on her face. Like, why are you not sending Danica home? And it's just strange to me because, like you said, we've always seen a girls' girls' side of Paige. She's always there to back the girls. I mean, she's pretty close with everyone in the house. Um, I would say minus minus Danica. Even with Ekansu Sue, she has like a closeness with a. I can see um, when to tell Paige first about the whole Gemma and Luca thing. So we do see that they're friends. I mean, India and Paige are very close from the start. Um, Her and Tasha are very close and have a lot of private conversations. Her and Antigone are close. So I just don't understand where this animosity towards Danica is coming from because it just feels like, none of the girls are given leeway when they do something for themselves. Like, for Mm -hmm. example, when Danica picks Jay because she's putting herself first, it's seen as villainous and stupid and mean. Um, But when Jay picked Paige, she was fine with that. Like, hello? Yeah, like like it was seen as
0: flattering or something.
1: Yeah, like... You know, her and Jax had had that whole blow up about uh, Jay getting to know Paige and all right. that stuff. And when it came to Jay picking, it, like, it was almost like Jax convinced her into being like, no, of course the boys are right, like, on this. Like, of course you should get to know Jay. Yeah. But then when it's the other way around, when, the like, the boys aren't happy about this recoupling... It's, like, Paige is like, okay, yeah, like, I'm not happy either. Like, it kind of just seems like Jax is in her ear. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want to, like, put any blame off of her because I don't like this behavior from her. But ever since her and Jax have gotten closer and have had more, like, bumps in the road, we've seen a lot more of, like, a mean side of her.
0: I... Definitely know what you're talking about. And I see it as well. When it comes to Danika, I think she's the realest person in the house. mm mm-hmm. Aside from our favorites, India and Dami. Well, and yeah. And honestly, Gemma. Uh, yes. Those three. Yes. They, they stay true to themselves no matter what. They're very self-aware. They're very, you know, much into their self-introspection. I think Danika fits in that group where – she doesn't need to defend herself because she knows that everybody is in there essentially to follow their own hearts and what they actually want to pursue and do with the people that they find attractive in that moment in time. So, mm-hmm. with that being said, I'm glad that she's in the house. I'm glad that she's in the villa. I do want to pivot to Paige and Jax because you've opened up the door. <sighs> I do think that she has become a mean girl in a way to protect herself with how her re- uh, relationship is pursuing with Jax. I was dumbfounded when he called her pathetic and told her to fuck off because she was feeling a little insecure and upset that his heart raced the most for Gemma. And this Which man, is so fair, it is valid. so fair, absolutely valid. <laughs> But the fact that this man then decides to tell her while she's straddling him that, oh yeah, Gemma wore something like that for me once. Are you kidding? Why would you say that? Like he treats her like she's one of the boys, right? So when you keep doing that, I guess the mentality of hers is getting a little twisted because then she starts to think that way too. You know, we all change when we enter relationships, you know, and and ideally we want to be with somebody who makes us better. I think she's getting worse for some reason, and it's just because she's not surrounded with the right energy. He's very negative, he's very confrontational, he's very avoidant in any sort of conversation where he might be in the wrong. It's very Mm -hmm. strange. I don't like their dynamic. Do I think that he's going to turn his head in Casa more? To be honest, I don't know, because i he's always, you know, complimenting her body. He's always complimenting her. He's like, oh, I've never found anybody like her. Oh, I'm, you know, not I, if it was between Gemma and Paige, it would be Paige 100%, like all this other stuff. And I would be really surprised if he ended up ditching Paige for some random girl that he's going to meet.
1: It's all a load of shit. Everything really? that comes out of his mouth is a hundred percent bullshit. Fuck. Okay. First of all, oh my god, I am so heated at him because we all know, if you've been listening from the beginning, I have not liked him from the fucking jump. Right. Oh, just the way that he felt so comfortable to be like, yeah, Jay. You have my permission to get to know Paige. And then when Sue was upset about that, was like, everybody knows what you are, a headache, and was fucking screaming at her. It's like, okay, so you're a fucking hypocrite. And then I think in that argument, when he was screaming at Sue that she's a headache, Paige was sat there really quiet. And instead of that being a red flag to her... (laughs) She was like, hmm, okay, he definitely has, like, an anger thing. And, like, if I approach something with him, like, I have to be really careful about how I say it. And so later on in the week after Paige and Jay recoupled, they had an opening up moment where Jax pulled Paige off in the middle of the night to talk about how he was opening up. And opening up entailed nothing more than just saying that he was opening up.
0: And I don't know how to communicate my feelings.
1: Right. Okay. Like, whatever. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Like, sorry. If you're opening up to me and you don't know how to express your feelings and the only way you know how to express your feelings is to be mean to me, then you can move right along because I'm not here to play, like, games. Okay? Right. But anyways, he did that and Paige reassured him and the next morning... She was in the kitchen talking to Jay and everybody and Jax was like, "Oh, let's go swimming." She was like, "Okay." And she didn't immediately follow oh, him. Oh
2: yeah.
1: She didn't immediately follow him and he like sat by the pool for 1 second and literally, then stormed off. And then literally she was like, a second. 1 second, stormed off and like went to fucking tell everybody how annoyed she was with him. Yeah. He was with her and everybody was like, "Uh, you can calm down." And then she went to go talk to him and he was like, Oh yeah, I'm just sitting here with my shoelaces untied because you know, like I was supposed to go swimming with someone. Just be like, I mean, there's not even a way to say that because you're actually just a fucking idiot, and like, you shouldn't be mad about that. You could have given her a second and get like let her talk to Jay, which you told her to. But okay. No, it's always yeah. No, no, cut in because I am just I have so much more to say... say.
0: It was such a strange like, – it's like dating a kid. That's such toddler behavior. Give her two seconds. And the whole meanness thing. I'm going to be real with you. Mm-hmm. I've experienced this type of behavior mm-hmm. before. and I'm sorry. <laughs> it is really tough to navigate because you know that the person isn't mad at you entirely. It's just that they're mad at the situation. And they don't know how to navigate their feelings. So they point it at you and you become kind of the brute end of whatever's upsetting them. Mm-hmm. Now, with someone as sweet as Paige, maybe she doesn't recognize this as a toxic behavior. And she thinks that she can probably end up like loving this kind of behavior out of someone like that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. And I feel yeah. like none of the other girls... like none of the girls have warned her about this. Probably the only person who could do it is Gemma, but she doesn't give two fucks about Jax to, you know, warn Paige about him or whatever or whatnot. Well,
1: yeah, like, to go into the Gemma and Jax thing, they had a confrontation this week as well. And he was awful. He was terrible. And I think it opened, like, I think it gave us more insight into what their relationship was. Which is seems like was very similar to what's happening between Jackson and Paige. Basically Luca was like, What was your relationship like? And he was like, Yeah, like, she never let me go out. There was always problems with Paige. Like if I went out, like I know there there would be no problems the next day, which is such a shitty way to talk about a woman because you just yeah. know that you're like cutting that this man is cutting out so much context. Why? First of all, when you dated Gemma, she was 16. So she wasn't even legal to go out. And second of all, you think you think a woman is just going to have a problem with you going out? Period. Like there's no reason for anybody to be mad at that unless you give them a reason to be mad at that. And Gemma said that herself. She was rightfully pissed off that Jax portrayed her that way. She was like, I have no problem with people going out. I just don't like it. I don't like a party boy, which is fair. You don't have to be into nightlife, and you don't have to be into someone who is heavily into nightlife. Right. And furthermore, she said, he gave me reasons to not trust him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then when she went to confront Jax about the whole situation, he was like, "I never give you reason not to trust me," and she was like, "Well, I disagree, um, and that's why we're not together." And he just said some snipey ass shit. And to watch it play out like that, where she was like, "If you're not going to be nice to me, then fuck off," and he stormed off and was like, "You're a clown." Yeah, it's are just you like, kidding? You were twenty two, and she was sixteen, or rather, he was twenty one, she was sixteen when they dated. Yeah, like it's just clear that in their relationship. His tantrums commanded the relationship until she could no longer trust him and she had to end things. And this is also coming, this behavior, Jax's behavior, is coming after he told Gemma that he didn't see anybody for like a year after her. This is how you treat the people that you love, the people whose back you have in the house, because that's what you said about Gemma until you were ready to throw her under the bus and call her a clown.
0: Right. And I'm sorry every time you say that I'm like slightly laughing inside because that mm-hmm. is just the goofiest thing to say. to somebody is like you're a clown, like shut up. What the, what kind of weird childish shit is this? It's Yeah. It's 100%. Uh, it's beyond me. Let's say that. I, I'm I, it's, yeah. I'm dumbfounded. It is beyond me to witness this kind of behavior in a in a grown ass man to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's just scary that he's even allowed to be on the show. Like, what the fuck are you doing on the show? Because it's obvious that he was only sought after once Gemma was casted. And it's like, okay, if you know that's the case, like, why are you going on the show? I... You know, And the fact that he was like, when Luca was like, oh, do you reckon, like, if you had come in here for Gemma and tried to go for Gemma, you would be able to get, like, couple up with her? And he was like, oh, yeah, of course. Like no, no, no doubt in his delusional mind. He was like, "Yeah, I could get Gem in a heartbeat." Okay, sure you could. Sure you could.
0: Yeah, I. There's just. I'm curious to see how Casa Moore is gonna play out for Jax. I'm a little. I feel like Paige's head isn't gonna turn because she's gone. Like she's the girls gone. need to band together and get her away from this man. Yeah. jacks i don't know yet but speaking of a fun power dynamic <laughs> do you know who i'm gonna say
1: yes please do you? <laughs> I, well yeah i think so well now you're making me doubt you you're gonna say david and i can sue no
0: oh yes i am <laughs> so me- i love them uh, so, I went and DM'd our followers to ask them who their favorite Islander was this season so far and why. And let me tell you, mostly all of them said Ek and Sue. One of our followers, I'm pretty sure their at is at Steel Nipple. Their <laughs> name is Kellen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they mentioned that the reason why they love Ek and Sue is because she does not beat around the bush she's direct she's upfront. she knows what she wants and he they felt like perhaps they liked that because they are also around her age range and they felt like that's something that's important that you need to have when you're on this show another one of our followers also mentioned that Ekansu is her favorite because she loves the personality that she brings to the villa and the fact that no matter in what element we're watching her in, she is always entertaining with whatever yes. she does. And I wholeheartedly agree with both of our followers on mm-hmm. Instagram, at Villa Birds, mm-hmm. because it's so true. The, we've got friends to lovers and now we have enemies to lovers. Season 8 can't get any better than this, folks. Like, what a great turn of events. Let's also not mention, not to even touch upon, the adorable wine country date that they oh had. God. Oh, my gosh, Squishing grapes together, enjoying life. That's what Love Island is about. And I'm so excited to see if Ekensu is going to stay loyal to Davide, which I think she will. And I hope Davide stays loyal to Ekensu, And he's not going to be... You know, back on his, like, karma is a bitch bullshit. Because, you guys, Val told me some tea before we started recording. She said... Actually, I'm going to let Val deliver this because I'm so <laughs> shook. Val, what's the tea?
1: Apparently, mm-hmm. one of the girls going into Casa more is somebody that Davide follows on Instagram and likes her photos. So we already know. I mean. I saw this on Twitter. I didn't do my research. So, like, if it's not true, like, I'm an idiot, whatever. I'll eat my words. But if it's true, we already know that there is someone in the house that Davide has an attraction to. Now, Instagram it's not real life, okay? So that doesn't mean that that chemistry is going to manifest in the real world. But it is a starting point. And what I will say about Davide and Akinsu, I think they're so fucking cute together they're so funny together mm-hmm. again like I would say they're my as much as I like Luke and Gemma Davida and Akinsu just slid in my number two spot the second they got back together yes. they just have an unspoken chemistry they can look Davida said it himself they can look at each other's eyes and know what each other is thinking like this is what best friendship slash enemies slash lovers looks like, Mm -hmm. you know, because not to linger on Jax, but he always says him and Paige are best friends. When really he just expects her to like act like a girl when he wants her to and then act like one of the boys when he wants her to. Right. No. Ekansu and Davide just, they laugh all the time. They're so giggly around each other. Even when they're mad at each other, they just can't help but to see like, the good parts in one another, even, like, in the days that they were, like, fighting. Like, when Jay went on the date with Antigone and he came back, the fact that he felt comfortable enough to, like, (laughs) tease Ekansu about that, I was like, hmm. There's something there. Like, he still is thinking about her that he, like, went on that day, came back, and was like, okay, the first thing I'm going to do, tease Ekansu. Because he likes to see how she'll react. Which I think is, like, indicative to, like, he likes all aspects of her. Minus the aspect that would have her head turn. But I don't think her head is going to turn. She seems very committed to proving herself to Davide.
0: I think they're locked in. They're Mm. good to go. I'm not worried Mm. about them separating. I love the reunion. I don't think it could have gone a better way. Adorable like wonderful funny rom-com type moment reunion for them both
2: yeah and
0: I am so excited to see how Davide is gonna react because I think the memes of him asking you know like where is that sue where is that can it can definitely come back he cares he wants yeah, to know where she cares. is And I think she sees that now, too. I think they've become more familiar with one another and the things where she had pre-assumed that maybe he doesn't care anymore. Really, now she knows him well and better enough to now know, like, okay, wait, yeah, but the things that he's doing here and there. And, you know, and he's actually trying with her. He made that iced coffee for her in the morning. And Mm -hmm. I can really see that they've gotten a lot closer, a lot quicker now because now they both kind of have locked in with one another and are ready to progress Uh, as a happy couple which I really think that they will be but what a turn of events I'm so happy for them and yeah
1: and so is everyone in the house
0: they are everyone is
1: like let's go like everyone helped uh like the bring them back together every time that they had like a moment like in the heart race challenge, yeah. or like during the coupling, everybody was like their faces light up, like in shock, but like in joy. So it's just fun when you see a couple that everyone one hundred percent backs. Like it was the same thing with India and Dami, where like everyone was just hyping them up so that once. When- So when they finally got together, like, everybody was cheering and, like, so excited. And I would say Luca and Gemma are, like, the same. Like, everybody, like, supports their relationship and whatever. Two people whose relationships are not so supportive would be, obviously, Paige and Jax. Right. And our last couple. Yes. Tasha and Andrew. Yes. Take it away.
0: I Okay, here's the deal. Here's the dealio, here's the deal. They are only good in my book because of Andrew. Yes. (laughs) You guys, Val is, like, allergic to this couple. She's not here for it. She is, like... Like, like you guys are not seeing what I'm seeing right now. She has turned green when I mentioned this. When we mentioned no, this couple, no, <laughs> but like a little bit. Oh my god! Uh, Andrew is the most understanding, the most sweet, the most kind-hearted, the most probably financially secure contestant in the. Nobody villa right else now. cares about that. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he deserves somebody who has not wavered away from him three times in a row, not even like, oh, maybe here and there, no, in a row. Mm-hmm. just because, you know, Tasha was more interested in ensuring that she had explored the possibility of a connection, even if there didn't need to be. And if you guys remember, Val and I talked about this last week. And Val brought up that excellent point where she was, you know, exploring things that didn't even need to be there or weren't there in the first place. Mm -hmm. So now let's say Tasha and Andrew are back on track. Everybody, everybody is twiddling their fingers, waiting for Tasha to prove herself to Andrew in a way that's really kind of putting her foot down on ensuring that the strength of their connection is there and that she's not going to falter. Yes. I do not think the connection is strong enough for her to do that because we see time and time again how her demeanor changes when there's a new man involved. Even the girls see it. I yes. I refuse to believe that the girls don't see it. I would also like to point out that her tendency of feeling hurt time and time again with the public putting her in the bottom three you can see she doesn't like the way that she's been acting but at the same time i don't think she can control it it's something that she definitely has to fight herself and she better get it together (laughs) casa more and not fault her
1: well, something I have to say, that's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> that's not
1: happening. I'll tell you that oh, right now. Boy. I'll put my life on it. If there are Love Island bets or anybody wants to start a bet or a draft with me, not a draft, oh, whatever. Fantasy,
0: fantasy football. Fantasy
1: Love Island, whatever. Yeah, oh, okay. I will put money. She's not coming back for Andrew. Sorry. That's just facts. Um, something that I have to say in regards to her reaction with the public. Yeah. And her reaction to like everybody doubting her, she something Tasha lacks that like for example, Ekinsu has, Danika has, yeah. is self-reflection. Tasha should be taking points from Ekinsu and the way that she's grafted Davide.
0: Right.
1: Trying to prove like, okay, I've made you feel the sort of way in the past. And moving forward, I'm going to ensure that you never have a reason to doubt me again. Instead, anytime there has been a wavering and then Tasha has been upset with how people have... with other people's opinions of her in the villa, instead of reflecting, she then dumps that onto Andrew. Yes. It's always Andrew's fault. It's always like everybody's mad at me in this house for no reason everybody just thinks I'm like this like fake person who doesn't like you you think that like I didn't even do anything like I've been nothing but loyal to you and it's just like how can you not see that that is just not the case you have always turned your head for someone else and then had to have andrew reassure you how does that even work how are you the one whose head is turning and andrew is reassuring you and something else i just didn't like was when her dance didn't get andrew's heart racing
0: oh yeah
1: and she just like had like a little like tantrum about it she was like i don't like I don't like that. Like, I should have had your heart racing the most. Like, it just makes me feel like I did that dance for no reason. Like, I'm a dancer, blah, blah, blah. Everyone agreed she was really hot. She was really hot. Like, but it's a game. Like, it doesn't matter that much. How many times have you turned your head and Andrew has just had to be okay with it? And Andrew has never looked at another girl, period. And his heart in a game races, and you're, like,
0: running around the villa crying about it. She didn't just – it wasn't even just after. It was literally right when the results were announced. She was throwing in these, like, snide little one or two-liner. Like, you know, you can see how upset she was. And Val, if she took – you know, if she pulled Andrew Mm -hmm. and she acknowledged Andrew – I know this is what I did and I can only imagine how hurt you must have felt. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Mm -hmm. The public. Fine. This this would be okay. This would not be an issue. She would have not been in the bottom again. Andrew might have not been in the bottom again. But it's just the fact you're absolutely right. She does not have the ability or hasn't realized it yet. That the acknowledgement from within of what she's done and the way that it has affected Andrew, that's what's driving the public's votes against her. That's what's driving the boys kind of, you know, being wishy-washy with her. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm really surprised that Tasha didn't get sent home. I think the only reason why they did it was because they knew that Andrew was still staying. But I thought that was... Very surprising to see.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was truly their, Cosmo Moore is now their biggest test. Yes. Um, I do think that, like, producers were going to do anything to keep Tasha and Andrew in for Cosmo Moore. Because it's mm-hmm. pretty clear that the second Tasha gets a grain of attention, like, her head will turn. And producers want that. So when it comes to a public vote, Tasha and Andrew are not going to be anywhere near the top. They're always going to fall on the bottom and they're always going to be at risk of dumping if you just leave it to the public. So I feel like it was very tactical of the producers to leave it to an island vote because it was extremely unlikely that any of the islanders would have sent Tasha or Andrew home because they've both been there from the beginning. But I think that if it was up to anybody to split this couple up, it should have been up to the girls. The girls truly should have sent Andrew home because of the three guys up there, Andrew has found what he wants. He yeah. came to Love Island and he found love. And the other two boys, you know, albeit Charlie was a little boring, but they still wanted to explore their options. They weren't done with their experience. And... You know, if what Andrew says is true about Tasha, then he should have felt comfortable leaving. And Andrew 100% would have felt comfortable leaving. He wouldn't have been open to any other experience with any other bombshell, with any other girl in Caso Moore. He would have been yeah. closed off. So there's no reason to save him for Caso Moore. So it was up to the girls to send him home. And the boys were never going to send Tasha home because the girls would have been upset. And that would have been Tasha's real test. If Andrew goes home and you are crying day in and day out about how everyone thinks that you don't like Andrew. Okay, well, Andrew's going home. Are you going to go home with him?
0: I agree with that as well. But, you know, it didn't happen,
2: unfortunately.
0: If we had been the producers, we would have been, you know, our little puppeteering Mm -hmm. skills. We would have made this happen a lot more differently. But Mm – I I don't know. I think the reason why I'm saying that Tasha might not waver is because she's got something to prove now, right? And I don't think any of those men in the in Casa Amor are going to give her the level of attention and understanding and care that Andrew has.
1: I mean, I think that, I think it's 100% certain she couples up with somebody else. Okay, let's say 99 because we never know for okay. sure.
0: We
1: never know ninety nine percent sure she comes back with somebody and then Ta- Tasha Andrew tries to win Tasha back, and it may or may not work because, yeah, Andrew is very devoted to her, and I don't think that he'd offer her the same level of attention.
0: It's, it's going to be a dirty dog move if she comes back with another guy.
1: Um, Something else I have to say in that has to do with my conviction that she's mm-hmm. going to recouple is the way she was crying the next day after the public vote about being in the bottom three again. And her conclusion when she oh, was talking yeah. to Paige mm-hmm. was... Is there something I'm not seeing, right? Because the world, her world revolves around herself. And instead of being like, okay, what am I doing wrong? What is going on here? Like, let me review my actions. And have they always been the kindest to Andrew? Right. Because you can review, maybe, like, maybe it also is Andrew, right? Like, that can also be a part of your thought process. But that wasn't, the self reflection was not part of her thought process at all. And she immediately jumped to, What am I not seeing about Andrew? It's like, Are you kidding me?
0: You're right. Yeah. What has Andrew done?
1: What has Andrew done to you? I would love to know. Other than things that you've made up in your mind, like the heart race challenge. As if that matters.
0: Well, dude, I'd completely forgotten about that assessment. Very good point. Yeah, no, never mm-hmm. mind. <laughs> I'm back on the train. <laughs> yeah, now she's definitely yeah. gonna change. We, we know that somebody – like, you know, she has even confessed that she has commitment issues. And yeah. unfortunately, I, I definitely think it's going to play out. One thing I will say here, though, while – Your two hosts are not the biggest fan of the way that this coupling has played out. I Mm -hmm. will make it noted that we in no way condone bullying Mm -hmm. of any sort. A lot of people have been going after Tasha for her superpower. And I think that is totally, absolutely fucked up. Your, You know, the way that you were born and the, you know, advancements that had to create with adjusting to living a normal life and being welcomed and accepted by society is a very tough journey that a lot of us cannot relate to and do not know. And as a result, even though her actions on this show have not been the most, you know, heartwarming that all of us have seen, it in no way gives you then the ammunition to then go after somebody for something that they had absolutely no control over.
1: Absolutely. I 100% agree with you. I think that some of the online discourse around the girls has been very misogynistic. You know, while I don't agree with Tasha's behaviors, I certainly don't think that they are uh, abusive yeah. or concerning. They're just not how I would conduct myself in a relationship. And they're hurtful things that she has done. Yes. However, I did see online people when people were criticizing Jax, jumping in the comments and being like oh if you think Jax is a game player and like a bad guy then i hope you have the same heat for tasha I'm sorry, the two are not comparable in the slightest. And if you think that, you have a serious problem with women. Women can make mistakes too. I support women's rights and I support women's wrongs. And that's not just a meme. Just because a woman has conducted herself in a way that I don't necessarily agree with or that I wouldn't do myself does not mean that I then um, approve of non-nuanced slander and the berating of that woman at all.
0: Well, very very riveting stuff that mm. we have discussed and we will continue to discuss as our storylines of our couples unfold as our storylines of our two single technically single people continue <laughs> onwards. I think we should discuss Casa more in more detail next week when we know the names of the girls that are in the villa as well. So I'm going to yes. reserve my thoughts for our dashing Casa More boys.
1: Okay, Dashing, you didn't really have that many nice things to say.
0: I'm going <laughs> to say I hope they have nice personalities, none of them are my cup of tea, and if you have a chest piece that says what is it this too shall pass? Or or is no that what whatever. No, no, it says whatever is meant for you will never pass you by.
1: I'm not Yeah I'm, I'm not saying, a big fan of the inspirational script quote moment. Me neither. Ever.
0: Me neither. The but time you know for what? that has
1: come and gone. We gotta move on as a society.
0: Would you rather have a quote like that tatted on you or one of Luca's like uh, the Luca year tattoo?
1: Oh, absolutely the yuca, the the yuca, The Luca year tattoo.
0: I love Yuka. Absolutely.
1: I love yucca. Yucca
0: fries? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm ready. Okay. Okay. I'm down. Oh, wait. This is great. What a great side note. Also, I'm extremely hungry, so I definitely – my stomach's about to start rumbling any second.
1: (laughs) My tummy is a Um, Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm about to be hungry. I'm going to go see the Elvis movie soon, people.
0: Oh. It's going to be exciting. Oh, my God. Speaking of which – this episode's brought to you by Boz Lu. what is it? Boz Lumens? What's his name? The director. I don't know. Oh well anyway. <laughs> uh, his movie Elvis.
1: <laughs> I haven't seen the movie yet. <laughs> oh, never
0: mind. Okay, we'll have fun. But before we leave, mm. are you gonna walk us out? If
1: you haven't yet, you have to follow us on our social media. Yeah, bitches. You got to okay? We have Twitter, at VillaBirdsPod. When we're available, we live tweet, okay? And maybe this week we were a little unavailable, but that's okay, because today I was back on it, and cost more, I'm gonna have opinions, okay? So stay tuned for that, at VillaBirdsPod on Twitter, Next, we have our Instagram. We're always posting reels, memes, opinions, whatever. All the jazz. At Villa Birds, period. Just Villa Birds. (laughs) And then we have a TikTok. Also, at Villa Birds, okay? Where we do recaps. We post some little, you know, some TikToks. Some memes, okay? So if you want to keep up with us. That would be at Villabirds. And follow us on our social medias. You can also listen to us on so many different platforms. Okay, we got Spotify. We got Apple Music, okay? No, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, we got Amazon Music, okay? We got iHeartRadio. We got Stitcher. We got Red Circle. Did I miss anything?
0: Um, We recently got on Google Podcasts, but I don't Period. think there's... Period. Yeah. That's about it. Um, also, again, we are loving our international listeners. Lo- we keep track. We keep track of what charts we're charting on right now, and it's been a great ride. Thank you so much for listening to us. Please follow us on social media and honestly slide into our DMs. We're super receptive, very welcoming, and I really wanted to get our engagement up, so I think it'll be fun to yeah. just shout out our followers. So, yeah, let us know what your thoughts are. Unsolicited feedback welcomed.
1: Wholeheartedly (laughs) slide in the DMs, people. All right, okay, and um, yeah, I want to say thank you too. I love you all, and we'll see you Wednesday morning. Yeah, thank you, and goodbye.
2: Thank you, and goodbye.
1: Peace. (laughs)